Before we start, I just want to let everybody know that this episode of Locked on Tigers is brought to you by rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com and there you will find all the best parts available for your car or truck. And when you're done and you get to the end and they ask, hey, how did you hear about us? Why don't you go ahead and write Locked on Podcast so they know that we sent you. What is up, everybody? Welcome into Locked on Tigers. I am your host, Chris Castellani. This is going to be a very personal episode. I've implied a few times already that this has been a very emotional week, and that emotional week continued last night. Trevor Bauer and the media group that he runs called Momentum posted what was a live stream, but it's since been posted as a, as a full video with him, Mike Clevenger of the Cleveland Indians, Fuzzy of Cleveland Indians Twitter, and John Boy, uh, all-time baseball content creator. And there was a point in the video at the 8.34 mark, and I'll link to it in this podcast as well if you want to watch it, where Bauer brings up, how about that guy from Detroit? And Mike Clevenger says, man, I think he's hilarious. He deserves a bigger following. And they were very complimentary of me. John Boy said he had seen me before, but hadn't watched the videos in a few years because the Tigers had been so bad. And I, I don't blame you, buddy. Uh, sometimes I wish I didn't have to watch either, but uh, I am a, a bit of a masochist and I still love my Tigers until the very end. A lot of things washed over me when I watched this, and I'll start with the obvious, and it's all extremely true. Thank you to Trevor, to Mike, to, to everyone attached to that video. First off, thank you for growing the game. Thank you for creating content that on baseball Twitter and on baseball social media that people enjoy. And thank you for playing the game. Thank you for playing the game at a high level. I, well, if there's anything cool about, I mean, there's a million things that are cool about this. Don't get me wrong. This is awesome. Like I'm I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. This is one of the coolest things ever. But if there's anything that makes it even more cool, it's the fact that I appreciate and like all of these guys. Like, and I, I have spoken highly of all these guys in the past. It's not one of those things where I have to retroactively go back and say, oh, I like them now. No, I've liked all these guys from the beginning and, and the record on my videos reflects that. It was also a, a an anxiety-inducing moment to a certain extent because I still, st- my whole life, I've struggled with receiving praise. Ever since I started doing these videos, I've struggled with receiving praise. And the reason for it, and I'm... <sighs> This is going to be an emotional episode, guys. I'm sorry. I apologize. You guys know I wear my heart on my sleeve, but I'll just be honest with you. Uh, And this is going to be very, very personal and very raw. But I think it's important because I realized at a certain point that I cannot let the best thing I ever do in my life be that I ranted about the Detroit Tigers. When I started making these videos in 2016 on Vine and in 2017 on Twitter, I was a broken person. I was very psychologically damaged. I was very depressed. Um, in 2016 was when I found out that I was on the autism spectrum that, you know, I mean, I, I had a feeling about it anyway, but when you're 20, 21 years old and you discover it after, you know, several years of of beating yourself up and having low self-esteem, that's just kind of an added notch on the belt. I've come to accept it and embrace it completely. But at the time, it hurt. And then in 2017, when I started doing the videos on Twitter, I was not in a great place mentally at all. I was severely, severely depressed. And 
broken. And I was doing a lot of things I probably shouldn't have been doing. I mean, the fact was, you know, I turned 21 and I, but by when I was 20, I discovered alcohol. And when you have severe anxiety, when you have depression, that is something that a lot of people turn to. And it got me into some stupid, dumb situations. The kind of stupid, dumb situations that a 20, 21 year old gets into. Pretty much all of them were just normal, dumb college kid stuff. But still, I think that I, I went a little bit harder than a lot of other people and probably made a fool out of myself a bit more often than I would have liked to, but I was, I was young and I was, I was very depressed. And I started posting these videos in which essentially I was taking the frustration of my life out on Twitter for two minutes and 20 seconds. Like, I, I, I am genuine, right? I, I think I'm pretty genuine, and I'm extremely passionate, and I love baseball, and I love the Tigers, but you look, go back and watch some of those videos. I'll tell you right now, sometimes my anger didn't have anything to do with the game. Sometimes the anger had to do with me, my own status, my own life, and I used Twitter as a way to release that anger. And accidentally, and that's the other thing too, it was completely accidental because a lot of people are under the belief that I am this serious clout chaser, that I just want attention. The fact is, if I really did, if I set out with the goal in mind right away that I want to monetize content, I want to be so huge on Twitter, guys, I would have done it a long time ago. I've been making videos online for nine years before I ever made a video that popped. I started reviewing movies on YouTube when I was 12 years old. It wasn't until I was 22 when I finally made something that went quote unquote viral, you know? So it was, it was a complete accident. It was a happy accident. It was an accident that in hindsight, I'm very grateful for. And I have such an unbelievable loyal group of followers. I I really do, man. I mean, I know everyone says, oh, I have the best fans, but man, like the loyalty that people have shown, the, the kindness, it's... It means a lot. It means a lot. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. It's been a tough week. And I just, you you have no idea how meaningful people's words can be. Twitter giveth and Twitter taketh away. We know that. I mean, Twitter has the ability to roast you and, and want to kill you and make you think you're the worst person ever because you have a differing sports opinion than them. But social media also has the ability to be a real light in your life. And it has been for mine more often than not over the last several years. But then, and it was probably right around the time in 2017 when the Starting Nine, the Barstool podcast, was doing a live, uh, a video cast, essentially. They did for, I think, a few months there uh, with Carabas and Braden and, and Brian Wilson, formerly of the, the San Francisco Giants, were doing a show there. It was right around the time when they played one of my videos on their show when it was an incredible moment one of the proudest moments of my life, one of the most insane moments of my life, but also a scary moment because I realized, holy cow, I'm like kind of in the public eye now. And that was really scary because I was so, so not fit to be in the public eye at all. I was, I was not fit for it mentally. I don't think I was really fit for it physically. This was right around the time where I really started to let myself go in terms of weight gain. I wasn't fit for it emotionally. And what I decided to do was get to a point where I felt like I deserved the audience that I'd been given, that I deserved this this loyal following. 
RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. To an early morning breakfast burrito, to a 12 pack of beers while you watch the game, sometimes you just need what you need delivered fast. And that's where Postmates comes in. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food. And that's why I love using Postmates. They deliver food from every restaurant I can think of right to my door. But Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier with grocery delivery and whatever I can think of delivery too. Convenience stores, clothing stores, you name it. So no more trips to the store, no more late night food runs. I don't even have to worry about where to grab lunch anymore. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit with no Minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. And I've spent the last two, three years trying to cut every vice out of my life, trying to grow as a person. Because when I, here's the thing, a lot of people kind of viewed it, but when you go back and watch the first videos I made, I was in pretty good shape. Like, like I'm talking physically. Like, I looked like a guy who was, you know, typical skinny college kid. It's very apparent when it was when I had a full psychological breakdown because I completely let myself go. In a matter of probably about three months, like probably once I dropped out of college and I had the full breakdown, I gained probably about 45 pounds. I went from 160 to 205 in a summer. I was working a job that I, I was very stressful for me. I was waiting tables, which I respect people who do that. It's a very noble job. I was not good at it. It stressed me out. And uh, it was so stressful that like I would finish up and then I would go home and I would just drink because the stress was just too much for me. My, my anxiety was so bad. And I just said, I got to find a way to earn this audience. I got to be better. And when you're in that point when things are so bad and you're kind of mulling and stewing in your own awfulness, like even little things would feel exhausting. Like there was a time, and I, I'm not even kidding, probably in 2018 where I almost considered not even making content on Twitter anymore simply because 
making videos. Two minutes and 20 seconds. Nothing, right? Nowadays, I can do that in one breath. Felt like such a daunting task that I, I almost stopped doing it. And I, was, I, I, I wanted to lose weight. My parents wanted me to lose weight. Everyone could see that I'd, I'd completely lost it. But even the idea of exercise was horrifying. I would go to the, the gym parking lot and I would just turn my car up on heat. And so I, could, I would get a sweat going, but I, I wouldn't even go in. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people wondering why I'm waxing poetic about this and why I'm not celebrating all this. And, and I am. Don't get me like this is crazy to me. I just I'm, I'm trying to explain, for one, how we got here. Like, this is absolutely insane. Like, three years ago, I, I, was, I was tossing back brewskis in, in, in my college apartment, just, like, playing quiplash with my friends, and I, just two major league starting pitchers just gave me a shout-out on YouTube. And, yes, like, it, okay, they don't, they, like, barely even knew my name. It's, like, it's not, like, the biggest thing ever. Like, it's not like they, they signed me to a contract or something, right? But, like, it's kind of a big deal. I'm not going to sugar, like I try to be humble at all points. It's kind of a big deal. And, and I'm just, I'm just kind of rambling on as I have a tendency to do, but I, I just want to explain to people that the process of making content has not always been the easiest. The process of me just living everyday life has not always been easy for me. I am someone who has an inane ability to beat myself up for my mistakes, like all the time. And I've had a lot of people just tell me, Chris, you got to stop beating yourself up. Like, it's really not that big a deal. But I, I grew up in an environment. I wasn't raised this way, but I grew up going to very competitive private schools, elementary school, high school. Like, I grew up at a point where mistakes were, were not something that was looked at as learning experiences. They were looked at as mistakes. So I've kind of grown up my entire life being like, I kind of have to be perfect. And no matter what, no matter how much my parents would tell me, you don't have to be perfect. Mistakes are, are a good thing in life. I would just, I would have trouble believing them. And I always have. I am a true perfectionist. But I guess if there's any lesson, and I know I've gone on a ton here, and I've probably made more out of this than what it is. But to me, it was very important. And I just want to explain to people my mindset here. I guess if there's one lesson I want people to take away from what I do on Twitter, what I do on YouTube, what I do in life, it's that it's never too late to start over and rewrite your own history. It's one of the things about cancel culture that I hate is the fact that you have these people who get dirt dug up on them from 20 years ago. Now, sometimes it's like incredibly serious and you can't ignore it. Like if they, you know, raped somebody or something like that or, or, or murdered somebody. But there are those, those people who just like 20 years ago made a dumb mistake or 10 years ago made a dumb mistake. And you see these people, this mob mentality of people just jumping down their throats being like, oh my God, they're such a terrible person. They're beyond reproach. They don't deserve forgiveness. I think that's a really ugly thing because I think that it's very self-righteous. And a lot of people live under the belief that they themselves have never made mistakes. I nearly quit doing what I was doing on Twitter, on YouTube forever because I was embarrassed by who I was. And rarely was it anything that was 100% even my fault. I just, I wasn't proud of who I was and I didn't like who I was. And when you don't like yourself, you go to drastic measures to get people 
to like you. And in a way, that's kind of what I did with these videos. And that's why I have a tough time going back and watching the early ones. And a lot of people say, oh, you need to go back and you need to do this video again or you need to rant more like you used to. I have a hard time doing that because anytime I revisit my past, it's a reminder of a time when I probably wasn't at the best point in my life. But I'm glad that I have those videos. I'm glad I have those memories. I'm glad all those things have happened to me because it's allowed me to grow as a person. And people who have done bad things to me in the past, even if they weren't sorry, I, I forgive them because I've grown from that experience. I hope they've grown from that experience. And it's led me to here. And I'm not even close to where I want to be. Not even remotely, but I'm better. And if there's one really great thing I, I realized recently, I mean, probably within the last year, it's that I have undoubtedly a, a real platform here. And I love talking baseball and I love talking sports and I love talking movies and I want to do that forever. But I also feel like I, I have a responsibility to send the message that it's never too late to get up from rock bottom because I hit it. I did several times, 2016, 2018, rock bottom. And to bring it back full circle while I'm not on top of the world, stuff like this, you know, getting a shout out by two all-star starting pitchers is a reminder of where I've come from and also a reminder of how far I still have to go. The thing is when you suffer from mental illness, one thing that is tough to deal with is the idea that you may never be content with who you are in the moment. My hope is that I can always be content with who I'm going to be five years from now or 10 years from now. And 10 years from now, I hope I can be content with who I'm going to be 10 years after that because that's growth. That's mental healing. And I know I'm taking a whole lot out of one snippet of a YouTube video, but these words carry a lot more weight than just, hey, good job on your Twitter videos. So that's actually going to do it for today's podcast. I know it was a weird one, but this was a very emotional thing in the heart of a very emotional week, and I appreciate it a whole lot. Thank you to Trevor Bauer. Thank you to Mike Clevenger. Thank you to Fuzzy. Thank you to John Boy for continuing to grow the game and do what you do. It's very meaningful. You can follow me on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I-2014. You can follow this show on Twitter at Locked on Tigers. While you're at it, go to Apple Podcasts, go to iTunes, leave a positive review of this show. It would be much, much appreciated. What a weird, weird time this is. Thank you very much for sticking with me. I will see you all tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day and go Tigers.